Obviously, I saw the teacherly moments in a new light and tried to avoid them. While following Holt's deep exploration of how children learn, I therefore wasn't surprised to discover Holt had joined the enemy, homeschoolers. His little magazine, Growing Without Schooling, was the most useful guide a teacher could ever read. As time passed, I began to change my views of homeschooling. I'm still, first and foremost, working to preserve public education, but homeschoolers can be our allies in devising what truly powerful schooling could be like. If we saw the child as an insatiable non-stop learner, we would create schools that made it as easy and natural to do so as it was for most of us before we entered the schoolroom. Our task is to make schools ready for kids to learn in, not kids ready for schools. We have a long way to go to make John Holt's dream available to all children, but his books make it possible and easier for many of us to join him in the journey. Preface How Children Fail Described Children Using Their Minds Badly This book tries to describe children, in a few cases adults, using their minds well, learning boldly and effectively. Some of the children described are in school. Most are not yet old enough. It is before they get to school that children are likely to do their best learning. Many experts agree that this is so, though they differ about the reason. I believe, and try to show here, that in most situations, our minds work best when we use them in a certain way, and that young children tend to learn better than grown-ups, and better than they themselves will when they are older, because they use their minds in a special way. In short, children have a style of learning that fits their condition, and which they use naturally and well until we train them out of it. We like to say that we send children to school to teach them to think. What we do, all too often, is to teach them to think badly, to give up a natural and powerful way of thinking in favor of a method that does not work well for them and that we rarely use ourselves. Worse than that, we convince most of them that, at least in a school setting, or any situation where words or symbols or abstract thought are concerned, they can't think at all. They think of themselves as stupid and incapable of learning or understanding anything that is complicated or hard or simply new. What are the results? Only a few children in school ever become good at learning in the way we try to make them learn. Most of them get humiliated, frightened, and discouraged. They use their minds not to learn, but to get out of doing the things we tell them to do to make them learn. In the short run, these strategies seem to work. They make it possible for many children to get through their schooling, even though they learn very little. But in the long run, these strategies are self-limiting and self-defeating, and destroy both character and intelligence. The children who use such strategies are prevented by them from growing into more than limited versions of the human beings they might have become. This is the real failure that takes place in school. Hardly any children escape. When we better understand the ways, conditions, and spirit in which children do their best learning and are able to make school into a place where they can use and improve the style of thinking and learning natural to them, we may be able to prevent much of this failure. School may then become a place in which all children grow, not just in size, not even in knowledge, but in curiosity, courage, 
confidence, independence, resourcefulness, resilience, patience, competence, and understanding. To find how best to do this will take us a long time. We may find, in 50 or 100 years, that all of what we think of as our most up-to-date notions about schools, teaching, and learning are either completely inadequate or outright mistaken. But we will make a big step forward if, by understanding children better, we can undo some of the harm we are now doing. All I am saying in this book can be summed up in two words. Trust children. Nothing could be more simple or more difficult. Difficult because to trust children we must trust ourselves, and most of us were taught as children that we could not be trusted. And so we go on, treating children as we ourselves were treated, calling this reality, or saying bitterly, if I could put up with it, they can too. What we have to do is break this long...